You're listening to season one of By Shawnita, Natural Sisters novella, My Crowning Glory, chapter six. Tanya's shop was different from Peach's in only a few ways. The walls were covered with art instead of hair posters or framed covers from hair magazines. A waterfall sat next to a tea and coffee station. Instead of pop and hip-hop music, neo-soul and conscious rap by someone named General Heat played in the background. The smell of chemicals didn't hang in the air, although there was the distinct odor of pressed or heat-treated hair. As I arrived, a woman with straight hair styled in big barrel curls walked out of the salon. My curiosity peaked. I almost ran to Tanya's booth. Anissa, right? Big wavy curls replaced the curly fro she sported at the Transition Now Expo. I love that top. Thank you. My smile felt forced. Last time, I told her I was almost positive I wanted to big chop so my hair could grow over the summer. Dinner with Wilson confused me again. Tanya smiled as I took a slow seat in her chair. You're not ready. She shook her head and laughed. It's okay, Anissa. Changing your hair from a style you've worn most of your life isn't easy. I've told several of my clients to go back to relaxers who were just miserable trying to be natural. This is not for everyone. No, I don't miss the burning scabs, discoloration when I decide to swim and the chlorine turns it green if I go more than three times a week. I'm not doing this to be trendy. I can't really tell you why I'm doing it. I heard Key talking about it and something just clicked. My laugh sounded hollow. I know it sounds crazy, but I don't know how to explain it. There is more than one way to go natural, Anissa. You don't have to big chop today. Why don't we try some two-strand flat twists this week? They are great for transitioning over time. You can leave the twist in, especially with finals and all of your graduation stuff coming up that you told me about, in a week or even 10 days if you tie your hair up every night and don't sweat in your sleep too much. You can take them down and they'll be wavy and cute for a day or two. Tanya grabbed a bottle of shampoo from her station and nodded toward the shampoo bowl. That sounds good. This is much harder than I thought it would be. I know I want to do this. I just want to be sure I'm ready to see such a drastic change. I've had long hair since for as long as I can remember. One by one, my shoulders eased away from my ears as I put on the cape. It felt too big but I knew Tanya wouldn't get my back wet. Good. I'm glad you're being honest with yourself about how big a change this is going to be. I don't think most women realize how much is tied up in their looks. It shouldn't be what defines you, but there is something about liking how you look. Tanya placed the towel around my neck and shook my hair. You think so? I leaned back into the chair. There is nothing wrong with taking the scenic route to deciding how and if you want to go natural. You may want to be a silken natural and wear it heat-treated most of the time. You're still natural. It just means you prefer your hair straight. The lady who left before you wears her hair that way and she is no less natural than someone with locks or an afro. Natural means you don't have any chemicals, not that you have springy or spiral curled hair. 
Her hands began their magical trip around the base of my head. You make it sound so easy. My eyes closed and my head swayed to the rhythm of her scratching my scalp. It's not easy, Anissa. Changing something like this is never easy, but making the decision is simple. No matter what you decide, I'll be happy to take this journey with you. Big chop or transitioning after you have some new growth length, it is up to you. Her bracelets jangled to the beat of the song that played in the background. So those flat twists sound great. Let's try those because you're right. With graduation around the corner, I need something quick and easy. My shoulders returned to their most relaxed position as she rinsed out the shampoo and worked the conditioner in from roots to tip. Being the apple of my daddy's eye has been something I have been happy to be all of my life. On one hand, I can count the number of times he had to yell at or reprimand me while I was young. The only hand that swatted my bottom belonged to my mother, my godfather when I stole his wallet and lost it, and my grandma when I broke the mirror her mother gave her on her wedding day. I haven't given my parents much trouble. The way they lived, worked, sacrificed, and doted on me compared to the problems of some of my friends, I figured the least I could do was work hard to please them. This is probably the reason my decision to continue to explore natural hair has been so hard for them to swallow. Somewhere between my bachelor's graduation and the hair show, my backbone straightened up and I realized doing everything they said wasn't going to work for me. Baby, what is going on with your hair? It looks better than the other thing you did with those knobs all over your head, but I don't know that I like it as much as that wavy look you tried a few weeks ago. Can't you decide on one style and stick with it? My mother gave an absent-minded pat to her blunt-cut, shoulder-length, relaxed hair. There is nothing wrong with exploring styles. I don't know when I'm going to do the big chop, so I'm just playing with my hair while I have it. For a while, it is only going to be a puff if I chop it before the end of the year. Don't worry, it will be presentable for the graduation ceremony. I can have her straighten it. Sweat formed and gathered at the nape of my neck. Wilson hasn't been over with you for dinner recently. I hope you won't let something as trivial as hair run that good man away. Most guys nowadays won't give a girl with your standards the time of day. He's been good to you. My mother pulled a notebook out of her purse. He should be lucky. She gives him the time of day. She could stick pipe cleaners all over her head and paint them blue and she'll still be too good for him. A good man isn't good enough for Anissa. She is extraordinary and deserves someone just as extraordinary. I don't like that boy. Never have. He is shifty. If changing her hair will get rid of him, good riddance. As soon as he leaves, she can fix it. Daddy kissed the middle of my forehead and sat down across from mom. My hair isn't broken, daddy. I just want to see where this goes. Didn't you guys ever do something different just for you? No one cares if my hair is straight but you guys. This is the 21st century. I'm not going to end up penniless or on the street because I decided to stop getting a relaxer. The smile on my face faded as my father cleared his throat. Things are not so different from 60 years ago, Donut. 
you're under the impression the young people and women who voted Barack Obama into office are running the corporations and organizations that you will be applying to for jobs, but they don't. The same white men who grew up watching black men lynched and women raped control the wealth in our country. That is why they lost their minds since Barack Obama election. While our country has in some ways grown, it doesn't mean everything has changed. He looked at my mother. Not too many of my friend's parents were still married. I know what my parents have is rare, but I still feel like I don't know as much about them as I want to know. They've been so busy taking care of me and providing me with so many opportunities, I lost many opportunities to learn about them away from the dinner table. This man worked for 30 years at the same place without missing a day. He worked through deaths in the family, celebrations, and too many weekends to cover other people's shifts for me to keep count. He made his way to every important event of my childhood, but as he talked about the growth without foundational change of our country, I realized how little I really knew about my dad outside of the fact that he loved and wanted the very best for me. There is a possibility I could be hired by one of those progressive old white men who march with Martin Luther King's sons who love people based on who they are and not what they look like. The smile I perfected when I turned nine and had to learn how to laugh with two missing front teeth filled my face. Aw, donut. He shook his head and smiled back. Let's stop talking about politics and get back to something more important. Your graduation party. We've already invited all the people from church and from our companies who ask about you from time to time. But we don't have the information for your teachers and friends from school you want to come. As you pointed out after I invited Janie, this is your party. My mother stood up and pushed her notebook and pen towards me. I'm going to get some mint water. No hair talk while I'm gone. You too behave. My dad winked at me. Go on, woman. My throat gets any drier. It'll start cracking. Hush, Mitchell. Anissa, I'm serious. Happy talk about streamer colors, invitations, and who you want to play the records. She patted my shoulders as she walked past me to the kitchen. Tanya told me she wanted me to be sure before I did the big chop. Even though I didn't know when I wanted to cut my relaxed hair off, the thought of transitioning until my natural hair was long as my relaxed hair was ridiculous to me. Wilson pointed out to me on mistake when he gave me his speech about learning to love my new look as much as he loved me while I grew my natural hair as long as my relaxed hair. His joke about sitting on it when it was straightened helped me realize I had to do the big chop at some point. Tanya told me it was easier if I started cutting it off a little at a time, like having my ends trimmed to adjust. Donut, did you hear anything I said? Dad waved his hand in front of my face. No, my mind wandered off. I'm sorry, Daddy. You're beautiful no matter what your hair looks like, and I'll love you no matter how you wear it. I just want the best for you. You know that, right? His voice reminded me of movie blankets and caramel kettle corn. I know that, Daddy, but you can't protect me from the world. You already did your job. You prepared me for it, and I have to choose how I live in it. This must be party weekend. We finally finished the plans for my graduation party. And now my little mama is having her party. She is starting to make me feel old, Ebony. 
Looking through the birthday scrapbooks for Brianna always tickled me. For all of her ghetto, fabulous, and manhunting ways, Ebony scrapbooked like a girl from the suburbs. She knew more about trim, paper type, and accents than a little bit. If she were more industrious, I'd tell her to go into business with it, but most of her energy focused on Michael, outside of her daughter. Yeah, seems like she was just born yesterday, but since you're finishing graduate school, I know that is not the case. Man, y'all are getting old, Ebony laughed. Whatever, Mama, Portia nudged Ebony. Where is Zoe? She was supposed to be here an hour ago. Ebony looked at the scrapbook and cleared her throat. She isn't going to make it. She sent me a text while I was in the bathroom, something about a job or a baller. I don't know. We can't let that stop us, though. I have too much to do to be worrying about grown folks. Let's focus. So no princess things because the last three years, we've bought enough tiaras, wands, and jewels to make the royal family jealous. She is over the princess theme. I was thinking about a little idol theme with karaoke on the Xbox. We wouldn't be able to have as many people over, but that means it won't cost as much either. A sleepover would be even better, and then her mom, Nissa, could stay over too. Ebony winked as if we were in on a secret. Um, you need the, me to blow something out of your eye? I laughed. Stop acting like she hasn't been asking to spend the night with you again since that weekend Michael asked you to watch her on Facebook when he surprised me with a weekend trip to Chateau Elan. Ebony threw a water bottle top at me. That was different. It was just her. You're talking about a townhome full of her and her friends all night full of sugar and junk food. Visions of candy all over the place and spilled soda filled my head. In every frame, her toothy grin melted my resolve. You better be glad I love her. She is turning five. You only turn five once. As long as it is here, I'm here. Cute pajamas and all. Ebony placed the scrapbook from her daughter's third birthday on the table and hugged me. Thank you, Anissa. I know she is going to love this. All she talks about is how her and her mom, Nissa, are going to have the same hair and how much fun she is going to have at her party if you come. Never mind her weave-wearing sellout mama. No, she thinks the sun and moon rise and fall on your snooty behind. You know Anissa is not snooty. Stop the madness. Speaking of weave, did you see that article online about that woman in England who died from her weave? Portia stuck her fingers in Ebony's hair. Oh, girl, you might want to ease up on the extensions and rock wigs for a while until they get this situated. It wasn't the weave. It was the glue. You know I don't do glue. That is for chicks with the do-it-at-home hair. I'm not knocking them, but I'm all about that fusion or a bomb sew-in. Ain't nobody gluing no weave to my scalp. Ebony shook her head with a pout. I'm not about that life. Dude can't sponsor my trip to the salon? I can't answer his calls. Now who's snooty? You're a weave snob. And what difference does it matter? Her hair didn't fall out. She died from them chemicals. How do you know there wasn't something in the synthetic hair that mixed with the glue that got in her pores and helped her die? Portia stared at Ebony's hair. Stop it, Portia. You know Ebony is all about that 100% certified authentic Remy human hair for her sew-ins. The smirk on my lips and eyebrow raise belied my serious tone. I'm not studying you either, Miss College Prep. Y'all can miss me with all that natural foolishness. Sew-ins and fusions ain't never hurt nobody. 
Everyone knows sewings is harmless. Ebony picked up the scrapbooks and placed them on their shelf on the bookcase in the corner. Tell that to my cousin in South Carolina with a bald patch from her harmless sew-in. She was going natural and her people started tripping, so she went to get a sew-in until her hair grew back enough to get a perm. I have no idea how she is going to come back from that one. I told her she looked cute with her natural hair, but she didn't listen. Portia shrugged. You're kidding about the chicken England there, right? She didn't really die from her weave, did she? My heart beat a mile a minute in my chest. No, she died from the glue. Ebony was right, Anissa. Between the unregulated weave glue and fibroids from relaxers, you'd think all black women would be natural. If my scalp burned the way Anissa's does, I would have been bald as an eagle wearing wigs a long time ago. Portia giggled. I had no idea all that was going on. Dang. My eyes focused on Ebony's weave. Stop staring at my hair, Anissa. I'm not cutting my hair off. I'll be wiggy with Portia before that happens. Focus. We need to plan this party for little mama. We can talk about hair later. Ebony pulled out her iPad. Right. It's not like I don't know what I'm going to do. Tanya said I'll know when the time is right and when that time comes, I'll be getting the big chop. The thought of dying or having reproductive issues from a hair choice baffled my mind. Fibroids have been linked to hair relaxers in a recent study, according to a blog post my friend shared with me on Facebook. Seemed like the government would have researched the effects of the chemicals better, but according to some of my graduate work, regulations on skincare and other beauty products was lax. I hoped my decision to go natural after over 20 years of relaxers curbed whatever side effects I could have suffered in that I hope you enjoyed my crowning glory, chapter six, written in red by Shawnita. Up next is chapter seven.